Southeast Radio's morning mix. Chat, news, and your views. Alan Corcoran. I'm joined by Michael O'Shea. Good morning to you, Michael. How are you? Good morning. How are you this morning? Good to talk to you, Michael. I thought I might get a chance to talk to you earlier, but uh, it's been a busy, busy show. But I'm glad I get a chance to speak to you now because this is National Stammering Awareness Day. Um, You're a past sufferer and a mentor. What message would you like to get out on this very important day? Well, it's International Stuttering Awareness Day, so people are talking about stuttering all over the world, and there's 75 million people in the world who stutter. There's over 60,000 people in Ireland who stutter, and it can you can do something very, very valuable with it when it's in childhood, up to the age of eight, because it's primary stuttering until then, goes into secondary stuttering at about eight or nine when they become aware of it and they learn their way into it through avoidance, word substitution, etc., etc. And we are running a campaign at the moment in Ireland from the 15th of September until the 18th of September in conjunction with International Starting Awareness Day. The main aim is to get a meeting with President Biden when he comes to visit Ireland, who is a stutterer himself. And um, that's what it is. And it's called Stuttering Awareness mental well-being ireland that's our facebook page you get all the information you want you will never get as much information about stuttering for parents for our educators because unfortunately our speech therapy most of the people who are trained as speech therapists go abroad now yes and there's over there's over 45,000 people on the waiting list as i speak to you now right. for speech therapy in ireland You've you've penned a couple of books as well, Michael, haven't you? One of them is Why I Called My Sister Harry, which opened up a wide range of opportunities for you to connect with and and learn from the stuttering communities worldwide. What's the background to the title, Why I Called My Sister Harry? The background is her name was Mary, and I couldn't say it. I couldn't say my own name, Michael, so I mean to say like I had a fear around those words. My wife's name is Monica. Why I married a woman called Monica, I never know, but that's another story. But that's the reason I, at the age of four, when I started to suffer, I I knew I couldn't say her name, Mary, so I changed it. And everybody thought it was a pet name that I had on her. But that was the start of word, of word substitution and avoidance and all of that. I had a very, very severe stutter. And I mean to say, like, why I mean... Why I help and support people who stutter worldwide is this, mm. that I understand the mindset and mentality of it. Everybody thinks it's the physical struggle. It's driven by the mindset and mentality that you develop, that you can't say your name, you struggle, you're looking for the response. The response for you, from your listener isn't great. They become embarrassed because they're responding yeah. to me. When I stutter, people responded to me the way I responded to myself, through tension, anxiety, and stress and when you add in all of those components of fear stress anxiety and tension mm. even to you in your job your speech if you put all those components into you at any point in time you will struggle to speech or to speak because your voice box your vocal folds are intention your articulators are intention and that is caused by fear stress Anxiety, anticipatory anxiety, it's called. You anticipate stuffing. So if you anticipate that you're going to do it, that reinforces in your mind that it's going to happen every time. And you prove it to yourself. And you prove it to yourself. Then I 
it was the fear of rejection. That's the main fear for a person who's challenged by stuttering. It can be overt or covert. If you're covert, you hardly know a person stutters because their word substitution is so good. Hmm. But it hits them when the axe falls and they're found out they have a big, big issue with it psychologically. A right. person who is overt, they see it and they see the reaction in their listener because their listener is responding to how they are responding to themselves through tension in the articulators. That's the physical struggle, but that's not the driver. The driver is the psychological part. What happens internally is reflected through the articulator struggle. That's what we're trying to get through to parents. It can be a huge, huge amount of work can be done when the child is starting to suffer. Huge, huge amount of work can be done by our educators in primary schools. It becomes a bigger issue when the transfer from primary school into secondary school because it's a whole new world. And with the modern world, multimedia and all of this, bullying and all of this, 24-7, different world, Alan, different world now to when you and I went to school or college. Great to talk to you on this National Stammering Awareness Day. If people want to contact you, how can they do so? Because I know the Irish Stammering Association is a charitable organisation which provides information and support to people who stammer in Ireland. How can they contact you, Michael? They can contact me on 087-250-4611. They can look up our Facebook page, Stuttering Awareness mental well-being Ireland and they'll get all the information that they ever got and if parents contact us, teachers contact us we will meet them, we will talk to them, we will explain the psychological impact of it. If they don't do something about it, we'll explain the consequences if it's not picked up and we'll explain the psychological impact that it has on the child and the adolescents. Thank you, Michael. Okay, Alan. Good to talk to you. Uh, uh, Michael O'Shea there, speaking to us on National Stammering Awareness Day. He himself began his battle against stuttering at the tender age of four. Southeast Radio's Morning Mix. Chat, news and your views.